Hi, my name is Jerrion Arney and I'm a licensed clinical social worker working in private practice in the state of Florida. Welcome to the Cultivative Conversation podcast where I engage listeners in conversation about mental health related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing and learning, to normalize mental hygiene, and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. Welcome to another episode of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. Today, I'd like to engage you in a conversation about soothing grounding. This is the third of my three episode grounding series. And if you've listened to the first two episodes on mental and physical grounding, the next bit of information will be a reminder to you. If this is your first episode, welcome. And I hope that you tune in to episodes one and two. In a previous episode about cognitive behavioral therapy, I talked about how we all experience uncomfortable emotions and how uncomfortable is the word that I use to describe emotions like sadness, anger, frustration, worry, anxiety, and hopelessness. I also spoke about the impact that our ways of thinking can have on our ability to cope effectively with challenging situations. And these topics were discussed in both the episode on CBT and in the episode on cognitive distortions. Grounding is a term used to describe a set of techniques or behaviors that can help with detaching from emotional pain. The goal of grounding is to create a timeout that allows us opportunity to gain control over our feelings, to address triggers, and to then resolve problems in the most effective and least harmful ways. There are many types of grounding, and soothing grounding techniques encourage us to talk talk to ourselves in a very kind way. Let's talk through the practice of five techniques for soothing grounding. The first technique is saying kind statements to and about ourselves in the way that we would to a friend or a small child. I often encourage first thinking about what is often different in how you speak to children compared to how you speak to adults. Pay attention to the difference in tone, the gentleness, and even the choice of words that you use with a loved one, and especially with younger children, and implement the same when talking to yourself. The second technique is remembering the words of an inspiring quote, poem, or song. The serenity prayer is very commonly used in this way. Some other common quotes that I see used in this way are live, laugh, love, and you got this, which is a favorite of mine. Um, I have clients that I've made coping bracelets with that will include a prompt or a mantra that encourages them, reminds them, or motivates them to engage in a soothing grounding technique. Um, I have one that says breathe. That is very helpful in reminding me to breathe in moments where I'm feeling overly anxious and I need that prompt. Um, But I often work with my clients to create mantras of their own using language that we work to develop based on the work that they are specifically doing in therapy. The third soothing technique that I'd like to share is planning a safe treat for yourself with safe meaning a treat that has low potential for causing distress later on. For example, as someone who was lactose intolerant, eating a bowl of ice cream may not be safe because the consequences will be distressing. However, I may treat myself to some dairy-free ice cream, to a piece of candy, or maybe to a nice dinner that I'll feel good about during and after the treat. 
The fourth technique is thinking about your favorites, your favorite people or person, animal, show, or even your favorite place. I encourage thinking through the what's and why's of your favorites, especially those that bring you calm. The last technique is thinking of ways, I'm sorry, is thinking of things that you can look forward to. Sometimes in overwhelmingly challenging situations, having something to look forward to can present as a source of motivation for pushing through. I often ask my clients at the end of their sessions to identify something that they are looking forward to within the next week between sessions. Sometimes thinking about or beyond the next week can be difficult. In those cases, I encourage being open to also thinking about something that you may have to look forward to at the end of the day. Maybe you have plans for the weekend with a friend. Maybe there's a friend or a comforting family member that you can look forward to um, calling after a difficult shift at work. Or maybe there's a park down the street that you can visit during your lunch break or even a task that you can complete that will help you feel accomplished. One of my goals in private practice is to contribute to making therapy accessible and affordable. Becoming a member of the Open Path Collective Network has allowed me to expand my client base and to offer an affordable sliding scale of $30 to $60 per session to clients who cannot afford market rates of $100 to $250 per hour. If you are a licensed clinician who would like to join the Open Path Collective Network, use the link in the show notes to sign up and let Open Path know that I sent you. If you're a provider looking for an electronic health record program that is HIPAA compliant and helps streamline practice tasks, Theranest is for you. With Theranest, I'm able to give my clients access to my client portal through which they have access to documents like consent forms, releases, and intake questionnaires, which has been so helpful in my transition to primarily virtual services. My clients also get access to my calendar to self-manage their appointments and many more features that allow them to be actively involved in their services. Right now, you can enjoy a 30-day free trial of Theranest and receive 20% off your first two paid months of service by using the link in the show notes. Please give Theranest a try, let them know that I sent you, and feel free to let me know how you're enjoying it. When engaging in the practice of grounding, here are a few things to be mindful of. The first is breathing. It is important to be mindful of your breath and to take deep inhales and exhales throughout your practice of each technique. I recommend breathing in for a count of five, breathing out for a count of five, with a hold for a count of five in between. Let's practice together. Good job. The next note is to try as many techniques as you can and to take note of the ones that you like best. You may find that you enjoy physical techniques more than soothing techniques or that you enjoy a combination of them all. Knowing which techniques work best for you increase the probability that you'll use the technique when necessary. My last note is to practice. Like every other skill, grounding takes practice. Practice makes us more familiar and familiarity brings comfort. Um, I think of the importance of practicing these skills like I do fire extinguisher training. Um, I've shared in other episodes 
When I worked for an agency, I completed annual training on how to use a fire extinguisher, even though the chances of me ever having to use one was low. That considered, it was still important that in the case of an emergency, I knew what to do with the tool that was provided. Can you imagine trying to figure out how to use a fire extinguisher in the midst of an active fire? I don't expect that I would be as comfortable or as effective in using the fire extinguisher if I didn't have that advanced training and practice. So my message to you is to not wait until you're in an emergency situation of your own to learn how to use the tools um, so that you are effective in engaging in the desired self-regulation. I hope that this information is helpful to you. Please feel free to use the contact information in the show notes to send any questions, comments, um, or any responses that you may have uh, to this conversation. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining me for this Cultivative Conversation. If you have not already, please subscribe to the Cultivative Conversation podcast and share this episode with a friend. 